This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Friday, September 22nd, 2023, I'm Victoria Wilburn. And I'm Michaela Wheeler. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, Pope decrees indifference toward migrants. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Samantha Riddle will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Nate Courtney will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a partly cloudy 79 degrees. Russian Navy in Crimea. The Russian Defense Ministry initially said one service member was killed in the attack today, but then issued a statement saying he was missing. Images posted on social media showed plumes of smoke over the Black Sea Fleet headquarters in the city of Sevastopol. Russia said five missiles were shot down by its air defense systems responding to the attack. The attack comes a day after Russian missiles and artillery pounded cities across Ukraine, killing at least five people. Military experts say it is essential for Ukraine to keep up its attacks on targets in Crimea to degrade Russian morale. Democratic U.S. Senator Bob Menendez of New Jersey has been indicted, accused of using his foreign affairs influence to help Egypt in return for bribes from the authoritarian regime. He says he's been falsely accused and won't be, quote, distracted, unquote, from Senate work. Menendez was charged with his wife today. A lawyer for her says she'll, quote, vigorously contest these charges in court, unquote. Prosecutors say a search of the couple's home found $100,000 in gold bars and $480,000 in hidden cash. Menendez will have to step down as chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee now that he's been indicted. The indictment alleges Menendez provided sensitive U.S. government information and took other steps to secretly help Egypt. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says Israel is, quote, at the cusp unquote, of historic breaking breakthrough leading to a peace agreement with Saudi Arabia. But he did not outline a clear path for clearing the hurdles facing such a deal. In an address to the U.N. General Assembly today, Netanyahu said, quote, peace between Israel and Saudi Arabia will truly create a new Middle East, end quote. The U.S. has been seeking to broker an agreement in which Saudi Arabia would normalize relations with Israel in exchange for a U.S. defense pact aid in developing a civilian nuclear program, and progress toward creating a Palestinian state. The last would be a hard sell for Netanyahu's far-right government. Surgeons have transplanted a pig's heart into a dying man in a bid to prolong his life. He's only the second patient to undergo such an experimental feat. Maryland doctors said today that the man was cracking jokes and able to sit in a chair two days after the transplant. The doctors at the University of Maryland Medicine said 58-year-old Lawrence Fawcett was facing near-certain death from heart failure, but other health problems meant he wasn't eligible for a traditional heart transplant. While the next few weeks will be critical, doctors were thrilled at his early response to the pig organ. Pope Francis has blasted what he calls the, quote, fanaticism of indifference, end quote, that greets migrants seeking a better life in Europe. 
His comments came as he arrived today in the French port of Marseille amid a new influx of would-be refugees from Africa that has sparked a backlash from some of Europe's increasingly anti-migrant leaders. Francis presided over a silent moment of prayer at a memorial dedicated to sailors and migrants lost at sea. Surrounded by Marcel's faith leaders and migrant rescue organizations, the visit was scheduled months ago. It comes as Europe's migrant dilemma is again in headlines after the Italian island of Lampedusa was overwhelmed last week by nearly 7,000 migrants who arrived in a day. Coming up, appeals court takes up transgender health coverage case likely headed to Supreme Court. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. friend. And when we're together, we turn bad times into good times. But hey, we don't go out for cups of coffee and we don't even talk. Trust me, I know you inside and out. We're like two veins in the same arm. I'm your blood brother. So eat me up on my spoon and give me a home in your syringe before I make my next home in your body. You know what comes next, right? Shoot me in your veins. Your body tries to fight me off in a uh, high moon shoot-up shoot-up. Boy, howdy, this town ain't big enough for the two of us. When you're on the slab, under those big bright movie lights in the morgue, you're the big star. I just directed your last flick, cowboy. You know me. I'm heroin. Who were you? Heroin is not your best friend. It's a deadly, addictive drug. You take it, and before you know it, it'll take you too. This has been a public service announcement from WMUL. To New Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Victoria Wilburn. And I'm Michaela Wheeler. About a half million people are regaining Medicaid coverage after the federal government says they were dropped inappropriately by states. Officials at the Federal Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services say the issue affected people in 29 states and the District of Columbia. All states are undertaking a massive review of Medicaid eligibility after they were prohibited from ending coverage for people during the coronavirus pandemic. Federal rules require states to assess whether each individual in a household is eligible because children have higher eligibility thresholds than adults. But federal officials say computer systems in some states evaluated entire households, not individuals. Louisville Metro Police are thanking Cardinals football players on social media for coming, quote, to the rescue, end quote, in helping right a flipped vehicle in an accident this week near their L&N Stadium home field. A video posted yesterday by LMDX's account shows a vehicle traveling through an intersection by the stadium's southeast corner on Monday. The video blares the crash, but shows at least five Cardinal players and another motorist. Excuse me. Help flip the wrecked vehicle onto its wheels before first responders arrive. The video states the driver sustained minor injuries and will be okay. It does not identify the Louisville players who helped in the rescue. Democratic Governor Andy Bashir says now is not the time to, quote, sub out the quarterback, unquote, when Kentucky has so much more momentum. His Republican challenger, Daniel Cameron, says he's the one who can team up with lawmakers to tackle the state's nagging problems. 
They offered contrasting assessments of how the state is faring during a Wednesday night forum hosted by the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce. They appeared separately to field questions from a moderator. They offered differing views on the appropriate pays for eliminating the state individual income tax. And they touted competing plans for education and workforce participation. A federal appeals court is considering cases out of North Carolina and West Virginia that could have significant implications on whether individual states are required to cover health care for transgender people with government-sponsored insurance. The Richmond-based 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals heard oral arguments in two cases yesterday. One involves the coverage of gender-affirming care by North Carolina's state employee health plan. The other involves coverage of gender-affirming surgery by West Virginia Medicaid. During the proceedings, at least two judges said it's likely the case will eventually reach the U.S. Supreme Court. Both states appealed lower court rulings that found the denial of gender-affirming care to be unconstitutional. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back to Joy Perry Stadium in Bowling Green, Ohio, a stone's throw from I-75. Back inside the KFC Young Center in Louisville, Kentucky. And welcome back inside the MAC Center here in Kent, Ohio. Marshall women's basketball preparing to take on the Golden Flashes. From Millet Hall in Oxford, Ohio, the campus of Miami University. Here atop Dally Ficklin Stadium in the Emerald City, Greenville, North Carolina. WMUL-FM Huntington. You did it! You won! Congratulations! You solved all 10 briefcases without hitting a whammy! That means you've won the grand prize! Tell them about it, Rod! It's brand new radio station from Marshall University, WMUL 88.1. Contains the best music library, news coverage, award-winning sports, and impeccable talent. It's the WMUL 88.1, the cutting edge! U.S. News Center 88 voted Best Radio News Reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists, Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Victoria Wilburn. And I'm Michaela Wheeler. Wall Street's worst week in six months closed on another weak note. The S&P 500 gave up an early gain and ended 0.2% lower today. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 106 points, and the Nasdaq Composite slipped 0.1%. Stocks slid this week because of the growing understanding that interest rates likely won't come down much anytime soon. Treasury yields eased a bit after jumping earlier in the week to their highest levels in more than a decade. That gave stocks a bit of a breather, particularly high growth and technology companies. The White House is preparing to direct federal agencies to get ready for a shutdown after House Republicans left town for the weekend with no viable plan to keep the government funded. Speaker Kevin McCarthy says the House will return next week to start voting on the latest plan. He has just five days until the September 30th deadline. A hard right flank of Republicans has essentially seized the control as demanding spend cuts. McCarthy was unable to persuade his rebellious flank to approve a temporary funding measure to prevent closures. Instead, House Republicans will try Tuesday to pass some of the individual spending bills in a typically lengthy process. A military judge at Guantanamo Bay has ruled one of the 9-11 defendants too mentally ill to stand trial. Judge Colonel Matthews McCall's ruling late yesterday comes after a military medical panel found that the man's abuse in CIA custody years earlier has rendered him psychotic. 
A military medical panel last month diagnosed Al-Sheib as having post-traumatic stress disorder with secondary psychosis and linked it to his abuse during his four years in CIA custody. The National Hurricane Center says tropical storm Ophelia has formed off the U.S. mid-Atlantic coast. It's expected to deliver heavy rain, storm surge, and high winds to communities across North Carolina and the Chesapeake Bay. Virginia's governor declared a state of emergency today, and the intensifying weather system has forced schools to close early and canceled weekend events. Ophelia has maximum sustained winds of 60 miles per hour and storm surges between 3 and 5 feet are forecast for parts of North Carolina and Virginia. Rainfall up to seven inches is also expected in some areas. President Joe Biden's education chief says he's open to using, quote, whatever levers, unquote, are available, including federal money to discourage colleges from giving preference to the children of alumni and donors. In an interview with the Associated Press, Education Secretary Miguel Cardona says legacy admissions must be revisited for the sake of diversity on campuses following the recent Supreme Court ruling against affirmative action. In a step beyond his previous comments, Cardona says he will consider taking stronger action to deter the practice. The federal government oversees vast sums of money that go to colleges in the form of student financial aid and research grants. Back at the powerful role radio plays in baseball history. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. Ever notice when you have a baby, everyone seems to give you advice? From your mother-in-law, to your own parents, to your friends. But when it comes to the important stuff, like immunizations and protecting my baby's health, I trust my baby's doctor. She really listens to my questions about shots, gives me great information, and she works with me to make sure my baby gets protected. And that's something even my mother-in-law can agree with. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Ah, my darling, I love the tango. And I love you, more than the sunrise on a clear summer day, more than the colors of the rainbow, more than the, how do you say, American football. Do you love me more than the WMUL? Are you crazy, woman? I mean, alas, it is not so. For the WMUL is, how do you say, ah yes, too sexy. The memory is shot. My legs feel like lead. Every muscle in my body is screaming. So why does everyone think the problem is in my head? Chronic fatigue syndrome can be as isolating as it is debilitating. Visit www.cdc.gov CFS for the latest information on diagnosis and management. cdc.gov CFS. Get informed. Get diagnosed. Get help. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, CDC. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Victoria Wilburn. And I'm Michaela Wheeler. Social media users shared a range of false claims this week. Here are the facts. A viral video shows two Missouri lawmakers using a flamethrower to burn cardboard boxes, not books. There is no record of a January 6, 2021 Capitol insurrection defendant receiving a 20-year prison sentence simply for filming the events. A story about Navy SEALs saving 15 missing Maui children locked in cages originated on a parody website. And a video of a parent tearing a pride flag from a classroom wall and confronting a teacher was a staged skit. 
contrary to suggestions that it's real. Some medical providers are dropping continuing gender-affirming care for minors, even though it remains legal. In Missouri and North Dakota, health systems and advocates blame provisions in the laws that would make it easier to sue doctors and their employers for injuries related to the treatment, even many years later. At least 22 states have enacted bans or restrictions on gender-affirming care for minors in the past few years. Some of them allow puberty blockers and hormones therapy to continue for children who have already started it. Parents of transgender children say the restrictions deny important health care that improves their kids' lives. After a dip in illegal crossings that followed policy changes in May, the Biden administration is again on its heels as more asylum seekers cross the U.S. border from Mexico. In Southern California, migrants camp in remote mountains waiting to be processed. In Eagle Pass, Texas, nearly 9,000 migrants have arrived this week prompting authorities to close a border crossing to reassign officials to the influx. Border crossings have closed for similar reasons in San Diego and El Paso, Texas. On Wednesday, the administration announced measures to address the influx, including temporary legal status and work permits for nearly 500,000 Venezuelans. Two years after U.S. troops left, AP photographer Rodrigo Abd returned to Afghanistan with an idea to use an old-style Afghan box camera to document how life has changed under Taliban rule. These, this all-formats special project gives a unique and intimate window in the life of Afghanistan since the U.S. withdrawal. Peace has come to Afghanistan, but at a steep price. Poverty, global isolation, and the virtual erasure of Afghan women. Many baseball fans, especially older ones, originally fell in love with America's pastime by listening to ball games on AM radio. In fact, next month will mark the 100th anniversary of the first World Series broadcast on a national audience. But a century later, some consider AM stations a dying medium in the modern age of digital technology. Several major automakers are eliminating broadcast AM radio from newer models prompting lawmakers on Capitol Hill to propose legislation that would prevent the practice for safety and other reasons. A bill with bipartisan support, called the AM for Every Vehicle Act, is winding its way through Congress. In the meantime, there's no denying the profound impact AM radio has had on the growth and popularity of baseball through the years. And coming up... Samantha Riddle will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Nate Courtney will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us. I can't make it. Luke. Luke. Ed, is that you? You must go to the Marshall system. There you shall seek out WMUL-FM and be trained in the ways of news, sports, and the widest variety of music in the tri-state. But how, Ben? Use the force, Luke. Let it guide you to 88.1 on the dial. And remember, WMUL's force will always be with you. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. 
Welcome back to Raleigh, North Carolina, here high atop Carter-Finley Stadium. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome inside Memorial Coliseum in Lexington, Kentucky. The Thundering Herd will be taking on the number 22 team in the country. Here in the fifth oldest stadium in college football, Nippert Stadium. Inside Value City Arena at Jerome Schoenstein Center. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Mia Hamm. As a professional soccer player, I know how rewarding sports can be and how quickly injuries happen. So I've teamed up with the American Association of Orthodontists to ask athletes to play it safe. With my years of training, I know what it takes to become an expert, and orthodontists do too. They're the experts who help people obtain healthy, beautiful smiles. Wear mouth guards, face masks, and helmets to prevent injuries. Keep smiling and visit braces.org. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Samantha Riddle, and it is now time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a partly cloudy 79 degrees. Tonight we will dip down into the mid-50s, making it a nice night tonight to make some s'mores or hang out with friends at a bonfire. Tomorrow we will see highs around 73 with lows near 55, making it a bit chillier than today. As we look towards this weekend, on Sunday, we will see a partly cloudy 75 degrees with lows in the upper 50s. Enjoy that sunshine while you can as we are looking at possible rain showers in the middle of next week. Today in weather history, on this day in 1983, 41 cities reported record cold temperatures during this morning. Houston, Texas hit 50 degrees and Wilston, North Dakota plunged to 19 degrees. Thank you to weather4u.com for that information. And that does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a partly cloudy 79 degrees. For News Center 88, I'm Samantha Riddle. Thanks, Samantha. Now Nate Courtney joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, guys. In Marshall Athletics news, last Friday, Marshall Thundering Herd Cross Country hosted its first home meet since 1989 with the Thundering Herd Invitational at the YMCA Kennedy Center. FM 88 Sports, Ben Anderson has the recap. On Friday, September 15th, the Marshall Thundering Herd cross-country team competed in the Thundering Herd Invitational at the YMCA Kennedy Center, marking the first home meet for the program since 1989. The Thundering Herd competed against six other schools, with the women's team competing in the 5K and the men's team competing in the 8K. The women's team would win the Invitational, finishing with 40 points and three top-five performances, and leading the way was graduate student and Parkersburg, West Virginia native Abby Herring, winning for the second straight meet by winning the 5K by nearly 50 seconds with a time of 17 minutes and one second. Abby Herring says that she has enjoyed the women's team's strong start to the season. It's been a lot of fun starting off with Virginia Tech. I knew that our girls team was going to do well just because we've all been super motivated putting in the miles and I was really excited to see not just like myself and like my results but also just like as a team. The girls team has just been doing awesome. The Thundering Herd Invitational was really cool because me personally, my family, most of us are in West Virginia so like they got to come. Friends from school, my mentor teacher from last year got to come and watch them. That was really cool. So, you know, you're not just running for yourself. You're running for your family and your friends and the community. The men's team would finish in second place with two top 10 performances and leading the way was graduate student Evan White by finishing fourth in the AK. Evan White says that he is impressed with how the men's team has improved from the Virginia Tech Invitational to the Thundering Herd Invitational. We're still training extremely hard. After Virginia Tech, we knew that we had some fast meets coming up. So our training, basically, we continued up with our high mileage. We've been slowly starting to come down a little bit, but our workouts have been harder than ever. 
forever and they're just going to keep getting harder until we get to our conference meet and our guys improved night and day from Virginia Tech or even when we just ran a 6k to going to the 5k they made huge leaps and bounds and looking at where they're at now and where we're going I can see him making even more huge improvements as we move on. White says that he is blessed to be able to compete in a historic meet. Being part of the first home cross-country meet in many years is also a great honor. We're always on the road and we never have the support from Marshall because we're always gone so being able to have everybody from school to come out there and support us was just amazing and I can see this meet growing every year. Marshall cross-country looks to carry its momentum from the historic Thundering Herd Invitational into the Louisville Classic. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Ben Anderson. Thanks, Ben. Marshall Cross Country will be in back in action on Saturday, September 30th at the Louisville Classic. In other news, Marshall will be taking on the visiting Virginia Tech Hokies in front of a sold-out Jones C. Edwards Stadium Saturday. The game will be nationally broadcast on ESPN2. Kickoff is set for noon. Saturday's contest between Marshall and Virginia Tech will be the 14th all-time matchup between the two teams. This will be the fourth time that Virginia Tech will make the trip to Huntington and the first time since 2011. Marshall holds a 2-1 edge when playing the Hokies at the Joan. However, the Hokies won the last meeting at Joan C. Edwards Stadium. It was a 30-10 victory for the then 13th-ranked Virginia Tech. The all-time series dates back to 1913, with the Hokies leading the series 11-2. Both teams contain statistically two of the nation's best pass defenses. Virginia Tech is ranked fifth in the nation, allowing just 129.3 yards per game through the air, while Marshall is number 15 in, in the nation, allowing just 158.5 yards per game. On Sunday, women's soccer will play host to unbeaten South Alabama in a marquee Sunbelt Conference matchup at Hoops Family Field here in Huntington. The Herd have won four out of five at home. South Alabama is the lone team in the Sunbelt with an unblemished record. Kickoff will be at noon on Sunday, with pregame starting at 11.45 a.m., and FM 88 Sports' Jonathan Edwards and Ben Anderson will have the call. Finally, for some news... For some news from around the sports world, Sean Doolittle has announced his retirement from baseball after more than a decade pitching in the major leagues. Doolittle was a key factor in the historic Washington Nationals World Series championship run in 2019. He spent most of his career with the Washington Nationals and the Oakland Athletics, spending his first six seasons in Oakland, then being traded to Washington in 2017. Doolittle also served brief stints with the Cincinnati Reds and Seattle Mariners during the 2021 season before rejoining the Nationals in 2022. The left-handed reliever appeared in over 450 games since making his debut back in 2012. Doolittle has not pitched in the majors since 2022 due to dealing with injuries. Doolittle announced his retirement in a lengthy social media post Friday. That'll do it for the FM88 Sports Report. For FM88 Sports, I'm Nate Courtney. Thanks, Nate. Coming up, I'm not an Oscar Mayer wiener, but the Wienermobile is. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. Best news program in the nation as honored by the National Broadcasting Society. 
More than 130 live Marshall sporting events every year. One of the top college radio stations in the nation. 50 years of broadcasting excellence. 88.1 WMUL-FM. I was leaving an exercise class. All of a sudden, the pain started. My entire chest, shortness of breath, very fatigued, nauseated. Thought that it was nothing much, maybe just stress. You're having a heart attack. I'm healthy, I'm young. There's no way it could be my heart, no way. Heart disease doesn't discriminate. Listen to your body, go get checked. Heart disease is the number one killer in women. And this is something that we can fight. Visit GoRedForWomen.org to learn a woman's risk for heart disease. And finally today on News Center 88, some names are just the worst. Just four months after announcing that the hot dog-shaped Wienermobile was changing its name to the Frankmobile, the one-of-a-kind Wiener on Wheels is reverting to the original. Oscar Mayer announced on Instagram that the Frankmobile is toast. The Wienermobile rides again. The name change announced by the Kraft Heinz Company in May was meant to pay homage to the brand's 100% beef franks and their new recipe. For fans of the original name, the change was frankly ridiculous. Oscar Mayer was headquartered in the Wisconsin capital, Madison, for nearly 100 years before it moved to Chicago in 2015. The first Wienermobile was created in 1936. Those who drive the Wienermobile around to promotional events are known as hot doggers. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in next week at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University in the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the world's wide web at marshall.edu slash WMUL for Michaela Wheeler, Samantha Riddle, Peyton Sisko, Nate Courtney, Ben Anderson, Jonathan Montgomery, and for the entire News Center 88, I'm Victoria Wilburn, and your thought of the day is... The principles of true art is not to portray, but to evoke. Jers Kyle Sinski.